0: What's up, Digital Family World? Welcome to reality football. Via internet. I am Keith. I am Skinner. Fish. <laughs> well, this is something different, fellas. How you
1: doing? It's been one of those weeks, let me tell you. You're telling me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, as as the audience can see, we are minus one host tonight, unfortunately.
0: Right. And not um, only that, but we're via Skype right now, which is something different.
1: Right, right, right. Well, just to let everybody know that uh, we've got a bit of a a COVID-19 scare, so that actually fits well into uh, Cooper's uh, COVID report, but uh, we're all well. Um, Everybody seems to be doing well coming through this. Um, Cooper Cooper's out on assignment.
0: He'll be back next
1: week. We're uh, going through this scare the best we can, and um, here we are, folks.
0: Yeah, and, and Coop's last instructions was don't screw it up. So, right. He
1: did tell us to get better.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, we'll get better. So,
2: yeah, he was are. down, uh, I think he was uh trying out uh for the uh, Cowboys uh backup
1: quarterback position.
0: Oh, right? that's right. They had open yeah. on distance. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's he right. Jer- he already had jerseys. You
1: know. That's right. Did he make that, he, that Tuesday uh practice at 10 a.m. if you have a jersey? Did he make it down there in time?
2: Yeah, he might. He has jerseys going back to grade school, like we talked about. So, he he definitely has them.
0: And he's still fit. (laughs) Just might. Just might.
2: How's
1: how's your week been, Fish?
2: Okay, yeah. Just, uh, you know, uh, like you say, just a friend came down with COVID. He's okay, fortunately. But, uh, you know, since – and then – you know, since we got exposed there, that's why we're separated here. But, yeah, I'm all I'm all right. Just, you know, the waiting game, you know, quarantining for a couple of weeks. I'm here in my, as you guys know, I'm in my uh, my basement here. So, uh, yeah, just staying away from people for a couple of weeks. Make sure, that, you know, remain healthy and everything. Allie's okay, fortunately. So, yeah. yeah
0: being smart, and I can tell you what, guys, I appreciate the, uh, the break from the grind. I love doing this show every week. Yeah. but The physical aspect of it has been hard on me. So this is yeah. kind of cool. It's kind of yeah. cool. And, uh, I, res- I respect us all being safe about everything. And uh, I really respect the fact that we're still keeping the machine rolling. So, yeah, that's absolutely. the important thing. Yeah. Uh, Skinner gets to get milk. And look I at do. Marcy. I don't think that's fair. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely has the advantage. That's yeah. for sure. Bro, anyway, we'll talk about that later. Hey, but there was some extraordinary football today, guys. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh, boy. You ain't you ain't lying with that one. Holy cow. Hey, can we talk about the rookies today? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Okay. So, obviously, Tua, it was his debut. And uh there's a lot of controversy going into that. Um, one was with uh, Fitzpatrick because he right. was playing so well and winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, He was kind of upset. A lot of people thought that wasn't fair. Um, They questioned Miami's decision to do that. And before we talk about whether they won or whatever, I want to bring up something that I heard last week. I was very interesting uh, from the Miami Dolphins organization. made me stop and think, and I had to give them credit for it. Uh, I was one of the ones that said, why would you bring this kid in now Mm -hmm. when they're winning, when Fitzpatrick is playing well? It didn't make any sense to me. Not to mention, you're going to bring him in and get introduced to Aaron Donald. And the Dolphins organization responded last week and said, everybody knew that at some point we were going to bring him in. He was our first pick. So obviously he was going to have to play at some point in time. Mm -hmm. The decision to make him play now was based on the fact that why would you bring in your rookie quarterback coming off of an injury in a losing situation with the weight of the world on his shoulders to get a victory. We'd rather bring him in while we're winning so it's less pressure and uh, bring him that way. And I said, wow, I, I got to give him credit for that. That makes a lot of sense, you know? Never thought about it that way. What interesting. Do you think, yeah, very that, interesting.
1: That is interesting, and I actually like the way of thinking, truthfully. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, I never thought right. about it that way, so I guess well, that's why they're GMs. With-
1: a winning situation, the expectations aren't as high, uh, nor is the pressure to do well as high as if they're, if they're losing, then you've got all the weight of the organization, especially a losing organization. I've got to do more than what it is asked of me in order to get this turned around. And that's not fair to the rookies. Right. Not fair at all. How do you do today? Fish?
2: I mean, he wasn't a huge factor in the game. He was, a uh, Twelve out of twenty-two for ninety-three yards. He did throw a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was mainly the special teams and defense for Miami. That was the difference there. But he also didn't lose the game, so he didn't have any turn. He didn't have any turnovers, I don't think. So right,
0: uh, he, he did get to meet Mr. Donald. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's that. <laughs> but, but hey, he didn't he didn't blow the game. So uh, I'm happy for him. Uh, I want to see the kid succeed. He seems like a really good kid. And uh what a way to get a win, you know. Yeah, they so, must have got a
2: hold of Fitzpatrick as well because he was uh he was pretty quiet. Yeah. I mean they must have grabbed him and said, Hey, listen, man, stop all this uh whining and all that stuff. And he probably he'll go along with it. He strikes me as a guy that'll just he'll go along with it, he'll support the kid and everything else. And you know, they did win and they're in the race. We'll talk more about the races yeah. later, I know, but yeah.
0: Fitzpatrick is a well respected guy in the league. He's he's a yeah. real team player. Very supportive uh, type of guy, and uh, you know he has a lot of respect of everybody. Yeah. So hey, uh, uh, Skinner, your boy Joey Burrow, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, we. I think we all probably picked uh, Tennessee to to win this game, and yeah. <laughs> lo and behold, Tennessee wasn't in the game from the very beginning.
0: Yeah. Cincinnati and I like took- Burrow was the reason. He was he
1: spectacular. Took- he was spectacular today. They took a ten point lead early on and never relinquished it.
0: Never relinquished it. Uh, Henry, who was uh, I can forget what their record is when he runs for over a hundred yards, but it's very impressive. He yeah. ran for one hundred twelve today, but to no avail. They and don't lose when Vegas. he runs.
1: They don't lose when he runs a hundred yards. So yeah. for this, for them to lose today, that's a that's a big deal.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, like we said off-camera, but uh, definitely a game that gives uh, fans in Cincinnati some hope. I mean, it, it looks like they they did draft the right guy, and mm-hmm. uh, the, the future looks better in Cincinnati when they shore up some offensive pieces and stuff like that. Do you think it's possible, with Cleveland losing today, is it possible that Cincinnati will get as many wins or more than Cleveland at the end of the season?
0: That's a really interesting question. I really have to look close at the at the schedule, but I don't think that's possible. Um, I just refuse to believe Cleveland has too many veteran good players uh, to fall that far behind. I I can't imagine that happening. Um,
1: I don't think so, and here's why. Well, I'm going to jump in. Cleveland has still to play the Jets, the Giants, the Texans, the Eagles, and a the Jaguars.
2: You, there all, you go. All
1: winnable games. Yeah, all winnable games. They've I got. I right there. They got one more with Baltimore, one more with Pittsburgh, and even as a football fan, you would think that they got a chance to win one of those two. They're not going to win both, but it very easily they could
0: lose both. Yeah. But you okay. could even squeak out one of those. So there's seven wins that puts them at yeah. twelve. To me, right there alone, that that ends that argument right there, in my opinion. Anyway, okay. anything's possible. But I, I think they're going to be close in a lot of their games from here on out. Um, I, I think the interesting question is where do they need to go from here uh, to, to um, have a winning, winning program? But uh, they're getting there. They got the right start need, so far.
1: They need an offensive line and they need a defense. Okay. There's a lot of holes on that defense that they've got to fill, and I don't see them doing it in one year. Yeah. But who like knows?
0: Receiving core. Here, my other problem, too, is their running game. I think Mixon and Gio uh, Bernard are are a luxury. They're nice backs to have in uh, September, October. But you come November, December, and the AFC North, you need some big power backs. I don't think those guys are going to get you through. And, uh, you know, you need a Derrick Henry or James Conner or Ingram, something like that. I don't like their running game at all. I like
1: Mixon, but I don't know that uh, Bernard is the answer.
0: Yeah, they're one of those guys with guys that run up the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bad weather and, and you know, grind you out. Some tough games. So, I don't know. We'll see. All right. How about our boy Herbert in, in, in the L.A.? Man, he got his first win last week and looking pretty good right now. Yeah, they're... They're up seven with 11, 11 to go. Broncos
1: is back in the game again. But, uh, yeah, he's having a good game so far.
0: Yeah, Fish, this kid is the real deal, man. Yeah, he looks good. I mean, he looks he looks
2: uh, uh, poised in there. Uh, you know, keeps calm. Uh, and I think I saw a stat today. Again, I have to look up the specifics. But I think he tied Lamar Jackson for multiple three-touchdown games as a rookie uh, quarterback. So, uh, okay. yeah. Looking looking uh, good out there. So it's
0: Apparently, really scary when you say these guys look good because when there's no film on them, they could come back next year and then all of a sudden nothing. Yeah. Uh look at look at our boy Wentz. I loved him when he came into the league. Carson Wentz. And now he's struggling like every single game. Then it can yeah. work in the reverse way, too, like Jared Goff. So who knows?
1: Yeah. Right right now, Herbert's uh Got pretty good numbers, uh, 25 of 38 for 240 and three touchdowns. But he's got two picks today. So there's where he, re- he reminds you that he's a uh, he's still
0: a rookie. But uh, Well, he, I, he's playing on house money right now because, one, the tape that they had on him in college is not the style that he's playing right now. Right. And I, I saw a report that was saying how his college coach didn't allow him to play like he's playing right now. And there must be something wrong with your camera, man. You need to fix that.
1: <laughs> hey, no.
0: <laughs> Nobody wants to see that for a couple of reasons. <laughs> Is that the right one? But, yeah, Herbert Herbert's playing a different style right now. But I'm happy for the rookies. It's nice to see that the, the NFL's in good hands uh, going forward. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Sorry, technical difficulties.
0: I'll be... Yeah, you are a technical difficulty. <laughs> hey, Skinner, how about my boys? Uh, Who? You know what? Oh. You Fish. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. Are you, a, are you a believer yet, Skinner? You believer nope. yet? Nope. Nope. So, no. You know I'm, what? you just be a straight-up hater. Seriously. Well, Come I on, am. Come on, dude.
1: You know, I, I've been a hater since my early days, but no. Well, how about you um, be
0: objective? How about that?
1: Today was today was a game that everybody was looking forward to on the schedule, at least it, after the first couple games, and it lived up to the hype. I mean, Pittsburgh and Baltimore, they were just beating the snot out of each other. Oh, my
0: other. gosh. A couple of players got carried out.
1: Yeah. 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 A couple of them got carried away, <laughs> got carried <laughs> out. Um But, uh, no, you've got to give Pittsburgh the props. They came out victorious again today, and I can't say anything bad about them.
0: I really can't. As much as it pains me to say that. um, I, 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 You know, Ingram was out, and it was hard to see my boy, J.K. Dobbins. Oh, H. I-O. He came in, this spectacular, went for 112 yards. Ingram was, or the quarterback was running his butt off, too. And uh, still, that defense man came through. I really got to give credit to Spillane, the backup linebacker that filled in for Devin Bush. He yeah, had a he, great game last week against Derrick Henry, and today he was off the chain. He, the like first series, he intercepted one and ran it all the way back. This yeah. kid's a baller, man. I don't know where he came from, but he's pretty impressive.
1: I, I, I agree with you. I saw that pick six on the replay, and it's like he was at the right place at the right time, and took it to the house. So, you know. I thought one of the
0: good storylines was uh, the Steelers were ridiculed for letting J.K. Dobbins go in the draft. And they picked Claypool instead. And uh, obviously, Claypool surprises everybody. He's been doing great. He got him a touchdown today, but 40-something yards. And then, of course, J.K. Dobbins had a great day today, too. Plus, both teams got a good, good pick.
1: I think they both did well. Yeah, I, you could have taken either player and been satisfied with both. Truthfully, yeah. Because you see, yeah,
0: you would have. Could I you just, see
1: Claypool in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson? Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I mean, oh. it's you can flip either either one with either team, and they are both good picks. So. Right,
0: but but Baltimore was smart. Like I was saying about Cincinnati, they got Dobbins for backup for insurance. Look, Mark, uh, Ingram goes down. You got to play a, a, a bloody cold weather game against Pittsburgh. You got Dobbins now, nothing and it almost paid than, off.
1: Nothing better than Ohio boy that knows the weather.
0: Exactly, Fish. What does this mean for the Steelers going forward, man?
2: I mean, honestly, they just uh, keep doing what they're doing. I mean, they're yeah. You know, I think it's going to come down to them and uh, at the moment, KC. But uh, and we'll talk more about the AFC picture here in, uh, during the show. But uh, yeah, they're. They look good. I mean, yeah.
0: While huge, we're talking, uh, Skinner, can you uh, pull up the Steelers' record, our schedule, rest of the way? Go ahead,
1: yeah, Fish. I can. Give me just a second here.
0: Go ahead, Fish.
2: No, I was saying that you uh, obviously a huge uh, defensive stance at the end of the game to uh, yeah hold off uh, Baltimore for that. So I think yeah. they're the number one ranked defense too, right,
0: Keith? Yeah, right now we are looking at this uh, from a macro point of view. Um, this was the hard part of their. Schedule this road trip. I mean, from the beginning of the year, it was thought that this was going to be really, really detrimental to them. You got to go on the road against Tennessee, the Ravens, and then Dallas. Obviously, yeah. Dallas has some problems, and we beat Tennessee and we beat the Ravens. So, well,
1: we're here going you to go.
0: Schedule the rest of the way. This could be really, really important right now. Yeah. Here's our
1: next. Here's our next six games at Dallas, at home against Cincinnati. Uh huh. At, at Jacksonville, and uh-huh. then they're home. They're home f- with Baltimore, Washington, and then they go up, uh, to Buffalo. That's their next six games. So that's pretty they're gonna, good. They're going to win four of those six games. Yeah. So I, I, you could very well see them at twelve and two with two, uh, two weeks left, and then they've got or three weeks left, and then they've got Cincinnati, Indianapolis, and then they're in Cleveland for the last game of the season.
0: Not bad. Yep. So th- this was the meet. Well, looking back from the beginning, this was the meat of their schedule right here. This three-game road trip. Yeah, Cleveland, Tennessee, and Baltimore. You're absolutely right. No, ten- well, uh, Tennessee, Baltimore, and Dallas. Yeah.
1: Well, I-, I would have taken Philly, Cleveland, Tennessee, well, Cleveland Baltimore too.
0: Yeah, because Cleveland instead went-
1: of Dallas. Yeah, Dallas at the beginning of the year. Yeah, that was the meat of the schedule. But of course, we all know what's happened.
0: Right. Since week Cleveland home, did but- have five wins when we faced them. So.
1: Right. Right, so it's it's going to be interesting. I could see them going thirteen and three this year. And exactly. we talked off camera that it's going to be home field advantage. It's the first team to thirteen wins. I yeah. think it's going to be that way.
0: So, okay. well, here's a question: We know Kansas City's for real. Um, you know, me being a resident Steeler fan, thought they would be good because uh, I thought their defense played great last year. And like, man, if Ben could come back, we'd have something. Obviously, we do. I don't think nobody saw it being this good. Um, And Buffalo is up there. So who's the real deal uh, as far as adversity to Kansas City and the AFC?
1: You asked that question off camera. We had a hard time trying to answer it.
0: Um... But you made a point that I totally agree with you. I just cannot trust Buffalo yet.
1: Yeah, I'm not sold on them. They're playing well. You, t- you reminded me they have six wins, but it's the way they're doing it, I guess, is what's got me reserved and, and to not be on the Buffalo bandwagon yet. Um, they're going to be there at the end of the year. It's just how strong are they going to
0: be? Yeah. I, what do you think, Fish? their playoff game last year came down, I think, overtime, if I'm not mistaken. So I know they they got real hard. I've just uh... – I, they haven't convinced me playing good teams this year. I guess. What do you think, Fish? Yeah, I just, uh, I, I just don't think. that... I, I tend to agree
2: with you guys. They really haven't crossed over into that elite looking team just, just quite yet. I mean, Pittsburgh and Kansas City look like the two elite teams in the AFC right, right now. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, again, definitely a playoff contender for sure. Probably win, uh, make a run at winning the division. But uh, I don't see Miami really overtaking them with uh, two. I don't know. Just. It's not going to happen, I don't think, so.
0: Okay, I don't know. Fish, are we overlooking somebody in AFC? I,
2: we talked a little bit off, you know, one of the uh, dark horses could be the Colts. It's like, absolutely. you know, what Phillip Rivers is going to show up. You know, the Philip Rivers of today, it shows That's up costly. at a huge game. Obviously, they have some talent around him. Uh, if he could play, uh, you just don't know. If he can get on a hot streak. Uh, yeah, you you never know. They they could uh, upset a couple of people in the
0: in the playoffs here. So yeah, he's just so erratic. Plan. Though in they the could playoffs. beat anybody on any given day, but you don't know what team you're going to get from week to week, right? Yeah, they Cleveland, put up, Cleveland beat them, didn't they?
1: they? Yeah, they did beat them, and they beat them well. They Cleveland Pretty gave bad. up a twenty point lead, but yeah, Cleveland did beat them. But Indy put up forty one points today but, on a. On a good Detroit Lions defense, so ah. I don't say they're a great defense, but I think they're above average defense. They put forty-one up on them, so I, I don't know. They may be the sleeper. You know, I was going to put my little two cents in. Is I'm still not going to look away from Tennessee. I think if they get themselves healthy, get out of this COVID funk that they're they've. I really think that they are still in from the beginning of the season. Yeah. Tennessee, just like they rolled through the playoffs last year. I could see them doing it again if they get healthy and get their minds
0: right. Yeah. Uh, still a little long season yet. Teams are going to go through some things in this next month or so. Um, you're going to see the effects of COVID more than ever, I believe, Yeah. in the next month. Um, and teams have been lucky right now. I mean, I mean, look, you take a team, like, go to college football, and you take a team like Clemson, you know, number one-ranked team, and it hit their, their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now, it's college, and you can almost afford to get away with it. You play good enough defense, which they just show. But in the pros, what if that happens to Pittsburgh? What if that happens to Kansas City? You know, what if that happens to the Ravens? They are, certainly are not the same team without Lamar Jackson. You know, yeah. he has to sit out a month or so. So, you know, cross your fingers and, 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 and say your prayers, man. That uh, This doesn't happen, but it's going to be an interesting month in the NFL. Sure is. Well, hey, why don't we take a break, and we'll talk some more
1: games here in a couple minutes. That was good to me. We'll be back, folks. Welcome back, folks. Uh, let's talk uh, some NFC. We got the AFC outlook and who we thought was the cream of the cup, which we decided was the Steelers and KC, and then it was everybody else. But we also put in there Baltimore, Indianapolis as a sleeper, and Tennessee, I think, is still – they get hot and get right at the end of the year. They're going to be there. But what do you guys think about the NFC? I think it's wide open, truthfully.
0: Well, I – Fisher made a great point about, you know, you, you, you get hot on the team and then they end up losing, um, which I had the same thought, but I think a lot of those losses are relative. Case in point, Green Bay Packers today. Um, them losing to the Vikings does not surprise me at all. Is an NFC North matchup. Vikings always play them top, if not beat them. Um, they usually beat up on Aaron Rodgers pretty good. And you say, that, press, but the, you, you say that, but they're one and four in their last five
1: meetings. Who? Minnesota. They've lost the last four against Green Bay.
0: Yeah, but they always play them tough, though. A, they do play tough
1: them game. tough. Yeah, but they pulled out the win this today and they, they looked well doing it. Fish, talk about. Uh, um, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin yeah, Cook. So, thank you. I, he had. a yeah, returned
2: um, today. He returned today. He had uh, uh, 163 yards rushing with three touchdowns today, and he had some key runs toward the end of the game to help seal that victory. So, yeah, Minnesota is a team that uh, you don't know. You know, they they every good team in the NFC right now has got five wins. They're all like five and one, five and two. So it's like we said off camera, it's a pretty wide open uh, conference right now. So, I mean, you got. Tampa Bay maybe playing uh, I mean they could you know they semi- elite sort of I don't know but
0: uh I, I I got Tampa Bay as being the best team in the league right now wow yeah I have Good. them being the most elite or the most complete team in the league right now their defense is playing outstanding yeah they have great right receivers right receivers a little bit injury prone but they just got a great insurance policy coming here next week by the name of Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette's back they got a great running game going and they got Tom Brady I think this team's only going to get better and better each week I think they're the team to beat right now
1: My question is though is which Fournette's going to come back
0: the relevant one or the irrelevant one Well, the the, the Fournette coming back is the one that's not going to have as much pressure on them because you got to worry about Michael Evans and Antonio Brown on the outside I got gotcha. you oh, I'm sorry, there's a guy named Drunk Ever heard of him too? So yeah. that's the yeah. four net that's coming back. He's got it made, as far as I'm concerned.
1: So does Dalvin Cook make Minnesota relevant for playoffs?
0: He has ever since he joined the league.
1: You think him coming back is going to push Minnesota back to the winning side and push the playoffs? You think he's that one piece they were missing? I mean, there's still a lot of holes on that team, but they sure look good today.
0: What's their record?
1: Good question. Their record, they're two and five.
0: No, they're too, they're too big in the hole right now.
1: They're three games out from five hundred. But if they go on a run here,
0: well, they know, got they got the Packers in that division. They got the what the Bears,
1: the Vikings. Are they got the uh, Detroit Lions? Let me. I'm going to get their schedule here. Hang on a second. They got uh, Bears ne- uh, Lions next week. Then they go two Bears. Then I got the Cowboys, Panthers, Jaguars. December thirteenth, they play the Buccaneers. I mean, they've got a tough schedule coming up. They got yeah. the Saints. They've got the Buccaneers. Uh, they got the Lions twice. I don't know. I don't know. Seems
0: it, it, like a like a long, like a long shot to me.
1: I think it's a stretch, but I, that's why I asked. Dalvin Cook is that good? But is he that good that they brings them brings them back to relevance this year? That's my yeah. question.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think, like, like the Keith said, I think they're maybe too far in the hole. But what about the Cardinals? Huge win last week against Seattle in overtime. And it could be one of the, well, definitely not could be, it definitely one of the plays of the year so far, Keith, that rundown.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, let's talk about the Cardinals, bitch. Um, mm-hmm. This is the one team that intrigues me. Um, Kyler Murray, uh, he really has shocked me in a, in a, in a pleasant way. Mm-hmm. And I think the addition of, of Hopkins makes them have a legitimate offense right now. Mm-hmm. If they can just really get more of a running game going, I think they're going to be something to wreck with. I like the way they play defense. And uh, they almost, there are a couple of games that they lost. They almost pulled, pulled them off. So this team could have a much better record. Um, mm-hmm. Last week's the Seattle game, Pooter Baker, who has been playing crazy these last couple of weeks, Picks one off, was of inside the, of the five, and runs it back, which he thinks is a pick six. And oh my gosh, Metcalf, a man child. He reminds me of a Derrick Henry, a LeBron James. Unbelievable physique for somebody that size and unbelievable speed. That was pretty amazing.
1: That rundown was amazing. And I saw it three or four times during the week and just.
0: They they said every coach in America teaching little league when they talk about hustle. Yeah, they'll show that video. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah,
2: that's a type of play that fires up the entire team, and yeah, that can that that can resonate to future Big games guy. as well. Yeah,
0: and if I'm not mistaken, they did not score on that drive either. I I think you're right. Yeah, I think so, you're right.
1: So here's here's uh, Cardinals next five games. They're at home against Dolphins. Then they go. At home at Bills, then they head to Seattle. They play at Foxborough against the Patriots, and then they play at home against the Rams.
0: That's, that's oh, no. a tough schedule, too.
1: That's yeah. a tough stretch tough of five that... games. Even with the Patriots in the middle there, they're going cross country.
0: Right, right.
1: Cold weather. And as bad as New England's playing, you can't count out Hoodie for any game. I don't care who who or what time of year it is. Yeah. Well, they could, if
2: they could somehow split those, somehow, if they could split that uh, upcoming schedule, then watch out for Arizona as a playoff uh, contender.
1: Right. Because yeah. they, they finish out with Giants, Eagles, then they play 49ers and Rams to finish out the season. So
0: yeah.
1: there, there's a tough stretch of six out of the last eight games, I think, truthfully.
0: Wow. Um, I think Arizona might be the NFC's version of the the Colts, maybe.
1: I think you're right. Even though they've got a better record and they seem to be stronger than Indy, but I think you're right. I think they're the team to watch out for uh, not being the elite, um,
0: (laughs) quote-unquote. What is it with hurtless picks, man? What's I don't know, dude! I saw that and I went, oh my god, Fisher's gonna say something. You know how old that picture is?
1: Folks in the audio land are probably wondering, what the heck are these guys talking about?
0: <laughs> I don't know, yeah,
2: man. So, yeah, an- so those of you that can't see this right now, on the video conference, we uh, Keith dropped off accidentally and his uh, his avatar is a shirtless photo of him.
0: Hi! From- Called 10 me. years ago, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Boy. That, that's Let's when I hope... first came out, dude. That was at least 20 years ago.
1: Let's hope friend of show Christophus Dominic doesn't see that photo. I
0: know, right? <laughs> oh my, I gotta go through and get rid of all these shirtless pics. <laughs> oh my, hey guys,
1: okay, you know so... what we did?
0: We went to the NFC and we didn't even talk about the Browns today.
1: Well, I was just going to bring up the Saints watching that game uh, earlier. What it, We talked about Arizona. We talked about – No, Tampa. but I'm saying
0: we, we left the AFC and then bring up the Browns.
1: Yeah, we can get to that here. Let's finish up the NFC real quick because um, we didn't talk about – we did talk a little bit about Seattle, but we, and we talked about the Cardinals. We got the Rams, the 49ers, and you've got the Saints, all with the 4-2 and two or 5-3 and three records. Um, I think the worst record out of all of them is San Francisco at four and three and they're losing right now. So they very well could drop to four uh, to 500, but you see any of those teams, uh, Rams Niners saints, you can even maybe classify the Panthers in there. You any of catch-
0: those? Any of those got a chance? I think they all do. It depends on who you catch on the right day. I see Chicago going pretty far. If the, if the schedule is in their favor. The Saints, I see a lot of holes in them, but they can, you know, play up there with them. The Rams can play great, but if they end up losing the day. You know, like Mike Fish was saying, these teams look good, and then they take an L. Um, I, I like the 49ers. I think as they get healthier, they're going to be the team to watch. We're uh, yeah, supposed to have a
1: couple guys back this week coming up, and then they got a bye here. Okay, So that's good for
0: them. The team that watches Seattle, and the reason being, their biggest issue was defense. But they made a significant move by bringing over Carlos Dunlap a few days ago uh, from Cincinnati. So that's Cincinnati is dumping off their big contracts to try to build up a team for Burrow, and it benefited the, uh, the Seahawks because now they got a pass rusher who's a legitimate pro bowler. So if they can do something about the secondary – Seattle might be something really, really to contend with.
1: I I can't disagree with you on there, and my daughter would be
0: elated to hear you say that about her Seahawks. I'm sure she would. How about Drew Brees just broke the uh, touchdown record surpassing Tom Brady today?
1: He does, and they were they had made mention that Tom Brady still has a bye week left. Um, Drew Brees has already taken his, so if both of them should retire after this season. It's gonna be a dog race to see who uh who has that record going forward.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Chicago playing them tough, man. Who would have thought the Bears would have a better record than the Saints this part this part of the season?
1: Right. Right. And they've got the yeah, four and two versus five and two, and somebody's gonna take their third loss today. It's it's a close game going down to the end. But uh,
0: well, so, hey, guys, we we got the trade deadline coming up for Tuesday. So some of these teams, especially the NFC that we're thinking could make it, not make it. What do you guys think some of these teams need to do as far as to get over the hump? What kind of trades need to be made? Anybody in particular? Any team in particular? Fish? I don't
2: know, man. I, uh, Skinner, what do you think? I I don't have any,
0: Nothing comes to my mind. I, I, hold on. I'll tell you what, Fish. Let me make it easy for you. Let's yeah. start with the Dallas Cowboys. Should yeah. they have a fire sale? Should they have a fire sale? Yeah, no. they got some pretty big contracts.
2: I don't think they'll have a fire sale because, in, in part, that uh, you know they're still in it in a horrible NFC East division. But I also think that uh, Jerry Jones—I think they'll be smart enough that you know th- th- they want to see how Dak is progressing. I think I think they they want to at least give him the opportunity to come back with uh, uh, some talent around him. Uh, if it looks like maybe he's not progressing as well as the as they could, which is certainly too soon to tell, um, you know, it, it would not shock me if they if they you know look to the future. But I don't know. I don't I don't I don't think that they're going to be uh, selling at the trade deadline, though. I All just right, don't I, see it.
0: I I used to think that, and now I'm starting to wonder because I think this team has been constructed the wrong way. And it's just going to have to be torn down and rebuilt again. I don't see any other way. And I, I think the smartest moves would be for them to get rid of Cooper and to get rid of Zeke. Oof, some heavy contracts. I think you can. You got a good wide receiver core already. That's true. And I think you can, if you get the offensive line fixed, you can get a good running back in the draft to do just as good as Zeke does. Get the offensive line fixed. Yeah. And you, you could get a good running back. But they need to do some salary cap room and restructure that team. I think you got to get rid of some some big names. And those are the two I think. It's
1: funny you say Zeke because I brought that up on last week's show and you all looked at me like I was crazy.
0: I look at you crazy because you look funny. But I, <laughs> it had nothing to do with your comment, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, you know, I could you see look them funny from a man
2: that is a shirtless avatar right now.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so uh, talking about the trade deadline, we let's go back to Arizona. They need a running back. What's available out there that could help them down the stretch? Okay, Zeke. But, yeah, that's, that leads right into talking about Zeke. But is Dallas going to put uh, Zeke in another uniform in their same division? I don't see that happening.
0: Right. Okay, good question. Unless they – unless. Arizona gives
1: up the farm for him, and I don't see that happening. Um, I don't see well, Zeke going to Arizona. Division.
2: You said division. You know they're not the same division. You meant conference, right?
1: Conference. That's what I meant. I meant conference. Yeah, okay. they're um, they would they would probably be better off going to an AFC team, just because they don't want to see him in the conference uh, every year. But uh, I don't know. I don't know who's out I, there. I, I haven't had a chance to really look and dive into.
0: All right, another I. Uh, I mean, Jones would take, take
2: the call. Jerry Jones would take a phone call, I'm sure.
0: I'm sure he would. I'm sure there's people. I, don't think, there was, was, I don't think he'd be worried about a conference as much as he would a division. So, yeah, yeah. True. Um, I, I don't, I'm not too scared. To, I don't know who's all available, but I would, I would agree with you that that would be the move for Arizona to try to get a running back. I think that would help put them, uh, especially if they could get a hybrid, a guy that can catch out of the backfield. Uh, I think that would really help their game. It would put their offense like on par with maybe the Ravens.
1: Mm-hmm. um like Curtis Samuel from Ohio State who's playing for uh Yeah. Boy, he had a good game that night. Carolina. Carolina. He had a he good game. Good. Um yeah, I wish I, I wish I had done a little more homework to see who was available uh for Tuesday's uh deadline.
0: Well, uh uh, so uh, Kansas City, obviously, when I got Le'Veon Bell, mm-hmm. so they're short up there. We talked about mm-hmm. Tampa Bay getting Antonio Brown, fixing some of their holes, getting an insurance policy. Yep. Um, what about the Steelers? What could they do to kind of help? I you know being a Steelers fan, um, I would like to see a, a star in the secondary. We need a a, a heck of a corner. To kind of really give us some insurance. Um,
1: I can't disagree with you there. I think somebody in the secondary, if they could get away with that, I think that yeah, would. I, do I don't up. see any
0: other holes anywhere else. Um, you know, we can't afford to lose any more linebackers for sure. A couple and players
1: a couple- have holes between their ears, but we'll talk about that another time.
0: Really, you want to go there? <laughs> <laughs> and Who's uh your backup quarterback keith pittsburgh uh rudolph and they brought back uh oh i can't think of his name they brought the kid back they traded away last year okay uh i can't think of his name off the rep but he's pretty good all right is he pretty good because he's a Steeler? no he was good and when he got traded everybody all the steelers man were livid he's actually really good okay
1: I'm pulling up the roster now to see if I can help.
0: I can't think of his name, but he's great. Joshua Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Out of Tennessee.
1: Out of Tennessee. There's Mr. Mason Rudolph.
0: Yes. You're, and your favorite.
1: All, <laughs> in all his glory.
2: Well, that'll be good to talk about next week, too. We see we get past the, the trade deadline. We'll see who makes what moves. And it'll right. be an interesting uh, segment next week. It really will.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to watch how everything unfolds on Tuesday.
0: Yeah, and and a lot of reasons. (laughs) Right. Not just the deadline, but yeah,
1: it's election day out there, folks. Make sure you go out and vote.
0: Go out and vote, people.
1: No matter who your candidate is, make sure you go out and vote. Exercise your right for that.
0: People have died for that right, people have been beat, brutalized. Go out and vote. Um, yeah, vote, vote for your
2: affiliation. Yeah, like you say, regardless who it is, and uh, we're also going to vote on uh, Keith's uh, new avatar. We're going to yeah, that's
1: it, that's going to fill in the primaries. I'm almost positive of that. <laughs> Keith's Avatar. Yeah, unless Chris Chris Davison has something to do with it.
0: Oh gosh. I'm glad Coupe ain't here for this.
1: <laughs> okay, folks, we got a developing thing here. The Broncos have taken the lead with one second to go in the fourth quarter. Oh, my goodness. They came wow. All the way back from 24-10 down to 21 points in the fourth quarter. They've taken a 21. Oh, you know uh, they're playing again. Denver and Chargers.
0: Oh, man, Herbert about to lose one. I, mm. Taken out of his grasp.
1: And the Bears How about them
0: Broncos back. in, huh? Two when in a Bears,
1: row. Yeah, yeah, I picked that game, actually. Broncos to win at home. Well, only because they were at home. But uh, And the Bears have come back to tie the game as well.
0: Yeah, Bears and uh, Saints going overtime.
1: And wow. there's only 28 seconds left, but the, the 49ers are going to fall to Seahawks 37-27. Uh, but they were down um, 20 points. And they made the game respectable there towards the end. So, um, it's going to be an interesting, like, just to go back to the, um, the trade deadline on Tuesday, it's going to be interesting to see what unfolds. Yeah. If what do the Packers is. need? Packers, I, they need some help on defense. I think their secondary is, is uh, suspect. Um, if anybody, it's the, the just like the Browns, they're, um, the Browns need, their their secondary needs to be shored up, and I think Green Bay is in the same boat as they are. I think they're both going to be buyers for secondary help. Uh, along with Pittsburgh, Brown, like, I, yeah, already, like you said, with I, Pittsburgh as well.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be fair though with Cleveland. I think losing Chubb was was a hard hit. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Because that guy could run up the middle. He was dominating every game. I like Kareem Hunt's a great back, but he ain't no Chubb. Kareem Hunt's more of a on Bell, you can throw some passes out the backfield, whatnot. But uh, I think that really, really hurt Cleveland big time.
1: It well, did. So
2: that, yeah, that weather up there today, I mean, it was windy, and that was a perfect game for – and uh, Raiders had a good uh, running day. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, Cleveland didn't have that force out there. You're right. So, they, they yeah. need him back in there. When's he supposed to come back, Joe?
1: Uh, they're talking he could very well come back after the trade uh, – after their bye week next week. So Okay. are oh, next well, back, too soon. There's I mean, Cleveland still
0: has five wins. Yeah,
1: they do. They're still in the hunt. Uh, they've had a couple, couple uh, bad games the last uh, two out of three weeks. They barely beat Cincinnati last week, and then they lose today to um, to the uh, Raiders. And of course, three weeks ago, the the they didn't even show up in Pittsburgh and just got ran right out of the building there. So that'll be interesting to see what happens if Chubb does come back. If the change, if that changes the team because uh, I think you're right. I think he is the reason that they have kind of stumbled here a little bit.
0: Yeah. I shudder to think what their record would be had they still had Chubb in these last few games. It'd be a different story. Yeah,
1: Right. So, well, you guys got anything else? It's kind of abbreviated show this week. Yeah, um, it
0: is. It's been that kind of a week. You know, we had, we've had some 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 bad news with some family members and crazy stuff and people trying to steal my jerseys and i got you well we'll definitely
1: have cooper follow up with the covid report next week when he returns back to the show uh he's not too upset what's that yeah that's a joke i'm
0: kidding if If he don't get a job joke (laughs) he don't oh yeah but he might be the new quarterback for the Dallas cowboys when he comes back so yes that's 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 very true that's Uh, very true
1: yeah Yes, stay tuned for that game tonight. Uh, as uh, as this recording game will be on here in about an hour or so, but uh, uh, I yeah. got nothing else. Do you guys have anything else? Um, that's
0: it for me. I got nothing. <laughs> All
2: right, you get you get you got nothing like uh, your shirt uh, selection in this photo. I I, I, I need it over for this another shirt.
0: All, right.
1: <laughs> All right, well, let's take an attempt of this. Uh, Uh, In virtual land, we'll 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 end the show like we normally do. Go ahead, Keith.
0: One, two, three. Get Get better. Get
1: better. (laughs) All right, for Skinner, this is Skinner. I'm Porter. Fish. You have yourself a great night, and we'll talk to you guys next week.
0: Peace out, my brothers. Peace out.